SFFEL listeners, and welcome to Backlist to the Future, our bi-weekly installment of recommendations from the deep and sometimes dusty corners of science fiction and fantasy. Because one show every two weeks is just not enough to cover all the books we want to talk about. I'm Sharifa Williams. I am recording on February 9th. And today I am talking about some standalone novels. Um, You all know my struggle with series. Uh, It is not an easy thing for me to tackle a series. I've been working through a reading slump. I'm actually doing a lot better. I am happy to report, but I still really love and appreciate standalone novels. So we'll get more into that. But before we do, um, I just wanted to tell you that we are hiring. So if you ever wanted to join the team over here at Book Riot, go to riotnewmedia.com slash careers. We are currently looking for a full stack web developer. So if you know anybody who loves web development, techie stuff, is really good at, you know, the side of the business that I am not so good at, check out the details at riotnewmedia.com slash careers. Resumes are due February 28th. That's coming up sooner than we all think. So check it out, share it if you can, um, and apply if it sounds like the job for you. So before I get into my picks, we're going to hear from a sponsor. Okay, so yes, standalone novels, wonderful, beautiful, fabulous things. I love a standalone novel. I look out for them. And the first one I want to talk about is my science fiction pick, and it's Clara and the Sun by Katsuo Ishiguro. And this one was such a quietly, intellectually stimulating, fantastic read. And I like Katsuo Ishiguro's writing, like it speaks to me the style in particular, the way he approaches science fiction in particular. And so I had a lot of expectations going into this book, and they were rewarded. I was glad to find that I really enjoyed Clara and the Sun. So this is a book about AI, which is very top of mind for a lot of us who read the headlines. And Clara is an artificial friend in this story, and we're seeing the world through Clara's eyes. She is starting out her life in a shop that sells artificial friends and basically waiting her turn, seeing other peers of hers get picked and wondering who she might go live with. And there is something exceptional about Clara. There's something unique about her and the way she sees the world and how she thinks of herself as a friend and as this being that was manufactured, basically. So Clara does end up with a family and there in the home of This woman and her daughter who really become central figures in Clara's existence, uh, she discovers a lot of very new to her experiences and you get to 
experience her grappling with understanding why people do the things they do, especially through the daughter in this family, who's having a bit of a struggle in this world, which sort of has a a near future feel. There's a different way kids are schooled. And there's some unusual class stuff in there. And there are some challenging decisions the daughter has to make as this young woman coming of age. And Clara is right there with her and is ostensibly her best friend and is trying to not only grapple with her own existence and understand what it means to be this young woman's friend and companion, but also where she fits in and and how the world speaks to her. So it's a very philosophical, very uh, mentally stimulating read. It's very quiet. Not a lot happens. There isn't a lot of intensity, I'll tell you. Um, and I think if you've read Ishiguro before, you might already sort of expect that going in. But it's it it, it travels on this very sort of calm, through this very calm space. But... I just really loved how it made me think and how it lingered in my mind long after I read the last page. So again, that was Clara and the Sun by Katsuo Ishiguro. My next book is a quite a departure from Ishiguro. It is In Other Lands by Sarah Reese Brennan. And this is YA fantasy. And it's YA fantasy I really had not read before. And really haven't read again. It's it's very unique in what it does with the genre and with a lot of the tropes we see in YA fantasy, particularly in YA fantasy about kids going to magical schools that are, you know, beyond the view of your normal mortal being. So in this story, we do have a young boy who is 13 years old, Elliot can see this other side of the world where magical creatures and magical things exist. And he ends up going to this camp. He ends up going to this school with a bunch of other kids who have all sorts of abilities. And, you know, there are elves and there are mermaids and all of the things you would read about in a fantasy novel. And Elliot has this very, like normal, any kid you would meet on the street, sort of 13-year-old, but also very sarcastic, very um, uh, unusual in the way he deals with emotions, uh, is, is in this school and is enamored romantically with one of his peers who grew up in a family that tried to avoid mortals. And her name is Serene, Heart in the Chaos of Battle, which is a great name. And it sort of gives you a sense of the humor in this book. And there is so much humor from Elliot and just from the situations that he falls into as he, you know, starts to grow up in this place in this very strange situation where he's basically being recruited to defend 
the borderlands and is really not here for the fighting and the wielding of swords and just wants to like do it the way he wants to do it. And he's very hard-headed. He he likes what he likes. Um, and he does not play nicely all the time. I can say that I probably wouldn't try to go out of my way to befriend Elliot if I'd met him as a 13-year-old. He might have even made me uh, want to stay away. He is not a sort of character where you are immediately rooting for him and you know, think that he's just perfect. He is not perfect. He is a 13-year-old kid. But he has these, like, big romantic feelings, like capital R, capital F feelings. And he just falls headlong into those feelings and doesn't think about anything else. And it's such a funny thing to see uh, how he deals with Another person at his school, Luke, who's like this very heroic character, just like everything you would expect in that hero of the day, chosen one style character, insufferably so, if I might say. And that's that's sort of what you're served in this book is just a lot of hilarity, a lot of stuff that you know, you encounter in YA fantasy, but kind of turn on its head in a really interesting and clever and funny way. And I just thought it was great. It was so strange to read a YA fantasy that really didn't, like, I, there were lots of magical elements, but it really wasn't about quests. And there are no quests in this book. It wasn't about, like, some big magical event. It was about these kids and about Elliot in particular and how he develops and how his character changes. So I just thought it was really fun and interesting and very unique for the genre. So again, that was In Other Lands by Sarah Reese Brennan. And those were some standalone novels. If you ever find yourself overwhelmed by series, just remember that standalones are here for you. <laughs> Thank you for listening. SFF yeah is sound edited by Caitlin Brame. Many thanks to her for making us sound great each and every episode. Thank you so much for listening. You can email us at sffyeah at bookriot.com. And if you have a moment... Please do review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and wherever else you listen to podcasts. It really does help people find us. You can find me on Instagram. I'm at Williams. That's S-Z-A-I-N-A-B Williams. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye.